Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The musicals taught me everything I know. I am your host, Zane C. Weber, and around the table with me tonight, I have my co-hosts... Kristen Barros. And... Miranda Selwood. And our special guest today is our sometimes host... Julie Eisendrager. Hi, Julie. Hey, Julie. Hi, guys. What musical do you want to talk about, Julie? You, you can do choose. know. Please <laughs> Anything know because you we've done some research. Like, um, <laughs> Just I was a little. thinking Le Nose de Figaro, does that count as a musical? No. Uh, no, because I haven't <sighs> researched it. Okay. No. Well, what if we did Waitress instead? Oh, that would be perfect. That is the answer I wanted. But before we get on to that, we have a couple other things we have to do. Dun, dun, dun. Watch this. <laughs> Strip poker on a podcast. That's going to be entertaining, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's all about the reaction, you see. You have to do it as provocatively. No, but we another get-to-know-you activity Ooh. is the guest quiz, Julie. Yeah. Are you ready? Do yeah. the quiz. Do the quiz time. We're judging you for your answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the point. I've only prepared five of the answers already, and I'm pretty sure there's only five questions, so... Ooh, I've got six. Are they the same oh, questions? No. <laughs> Mystery question. All right, throw them at me. Okay, which musical character would other people compare you to? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, everyone calm down. She said throw it at her. I had a marshmallow in my hand. I'm going to eat it. I now have like white marshmallow stuff all <laughs> Just answer the question, okay. Julie. Um, I would potentially say... Mama Morton. Potentially? Chicago. I could see that. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. Matron. Mama. Matron. Morton. <laughs> Morton. In the Australian version, yes. which has got the Australian accent. Matron. Mama. Mama. Morton. 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 You really got to drop that T into the end. Morton. 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 Mm. Well, which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Ah, oh, that's that is definitely the one that I matron mama. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Um, that is the that's a very very hard question. Would you like other people to compare you to? Yeah. Who are you on the inside, Julie? Yeah. Pretty much the same be. person I'm on the outside. Oh, so sure. so maybe maybe Smitty then from oh yeah yeah Smitty from yeah. How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying because that's pretty much just Aww. me anyway. 
Third wheel. I had the pleasure of seeing you play yourself in, in that show. <laughs> Thank you. It's very good. Yes. You had delightful shoes. They're all mine. You can borrow them. Ooh. <laughs> Wait. I want to borrow the shoes. They don't fit you, darling. No, they won't. <laughs> okay. What is your dream role? Uh, Eva Perron. Eva Perron. Eva Perron. Eva <laughs> well, hopefully someone comes on and we can talk about Evita at some mm. point. That sounds that like sounds that. That sounds a premonition. <laughs> it's in the schedule. We'll see if it comes to pass. Now, a controversial Whoa. question. Oh, yeah. That's a serious face Wait, saying. Which one am I up to? Yes. What <laughs> is your favourite Sondheim show. Oh, okay. Not the controversial question I thought you were going to ask. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney? Mm. Nice. Yeah. Do, do you... Why? Um, why not? Do you like pies? It's dark and delicious. I do like it pies. Is. Which is why I chose Waitress. Guys, I really only <laughs> watch musicals based on the ratio of on pies I have in them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's all starting to make sense. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably another one that I would like, like, to people who think I was, maybe not like people I was thinking I was like, but. um, Do you dream about. Lady Faces and Mrs. Lovett. Thank you. Mrs. Lovett. Yeah. I feel like I embody her a little bit sometimes. Mostly just at work. You're not very, I don't see you as very vulnerable, but I think you could play that. Do you dream about baking people into pies? Yes. Yeah, well then, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you roll pastry in rhythm? Mm, Actually, I do, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you roll pastry without a beat? Like, I don't know. Do you have a thing for barbers? No. Well. Only because my granddad was one and now oh, this is so awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get us out of an awkward position, what's your favourite shower song? <laughs> um, okay, so kind of awkward to be a shower song given the situation you're in when you're singing a shower song. Mm. But um, wet. Wow! <laughs> now you made it so much worse. Only, I'm considering changing my shower song. Only How out bad of context. That is. Bring on the men. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is amazing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Dave. You're welcome. I live. To serve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's move on. Yeah. So now for the uh, the truly controversial, controversial one. 2.0. Yeah. If you have to delete one musical from existence, which one is it? Phantom of the Opera. Ooh, wow. I wasn't expecting that answer. That was out of left field. Mm, why? Because people call it an opera all the time and it is definitely not one. It's just because it's got <laughs> opera in the name. It and drives it's an opera. me <laughs> crazy. So it's not the show, show that bothers you, it's people's perception <laughs> the of the show. The show also bothers me. It's just if the show didn't exist, then this issue this with people's vernacular wouldn't exist <laughs> and I wouldn't be I a crazy person. I can't delete the people, so I might as well delete the show. Problem solved. <laughs> you know what, it would actually be easier to delete the people. <laughs> Only one in real by life. one, baked into pies. <laughs> Here goes Julie. Julie's opening a pie shop, ladies and gentlemen. Don't go. <laughs> or do if you're into that. All yeah. right. Well, that's been our get to know you guest quiz. Mm. Congratulations, Julie. Julie. You made it through the quiz. Hooray. Yay. Yay. Now you're one of us. What's my score? Did I get an A? Three. <laughs> a three. Out of six. Out of. 
three out of three. They were all just half marks. Oh, all right. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so before we get into the meat of the musical, Ooh. Waitress. No, mm. they're not meat pasta. You got, you're so she does put meat in some of they're them. What? Pies. Only Are one. Yeah. Only one. Pies? Only one she puts meat in. It's a quiche with ham. A quiche is not a pie. Oh, somebody, a pie. somebody just needs saying. to go. They to also the call America pizza land. a pie. And, yeah, yeah, and just explain to them some things you can't just call anything that's round a, a pie. pie. Mm. Silly. Mm. This well, before we get to that, I'm sure mm. we'll cover all these culinary-based quips that we have with yes. it. We have some Broadway news. We want to talk about. Do we? Yeah. Broadway, Broadway. Well, been, give um, us the news about Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> can you do that every week? I can. I can do it every week. <laughs> It'll be a slightly different song every week because yeah. I'll never remember what just happened. <laughs> we definitely need this much sugar in us before every show. Yeah. Yeah. So go to our Patreon. Give us some money to buy us to buy uh, marshmallows to eat. Yeah. So Marina can throw marshmallows at me and like. My jacket it didn't go to waste, Kristen. I ate it. So, Mandy Patinkin was announced to be taking yes. the role of Pierre in uh, The Great Comet. He did. Wasn't somebody else already cast as Pierre in The Great Comet? Well, yes, Oak, who had previously come out of Hamilton, but he was only in there for nine weeks as they tried to find another replacement for Josh Groban. Mm. Um, who was How many people have been lead? cast in this role? Well, he well, was the lead and then his yeah. contract ended and they couldn't find someone else to take it on long term. So they put Oak in for nine weeks and then they announced Mandy Patinkin cutting Oak's time short. And so some people had an issue with that and there was a social media uproar about... Mm. Um, but it was kind of, they confused. kind of got racial with it. I'm confused How about a role that is suitable for Josh Groban, Oak... And Mandy, and Mandy Patinkin. Patinkin. I, I don't think <laughs> I can think of anything that links all of them as like, yes, that is the same character type. Well, he's it, kind of cast in the same way that Hamilton was in very uh, open casting, like race meant nothing, mm. age meant less than it usually would. It was just kind of uh, generic man role. Your PA. singing style doesn't matter. <laughs> well, like... I, I guess it is because they were looking for a new headliner to kind of lead the show. Yeah. So they were looking for someone to put a spin on it like Josh Groban would have and like Mandy Patinkin would have. Yeah. Very different spin. Very yeah, different spin. I'm not really spin. entirely sure if I want to see this show. Well, well, that's the problem. The they, they think that I don't think that you Mandy... have to worry about it coming to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> well, ticket sales dropped once Josh Groban left. Yeah. So they were trying to find someone. They were panicking. To, yeah. And now, like, one of the producers has come out and said, well, we don't know if the show will continue if Mandy doesn't do it. And mm. Mandy said he's not doing it. In the fastest possible terms that you can, yeah. what is the show? <laughs> What's the show about? I, I haven't seen it. Um, it. All I know mostly about it is the staging. It's very, it's kind of based around the orchestra on stage. It's kind of a very stylistic musical. Mm. I don't know a lot about the plot. Um, maybe no. someone will come on and we'll focus on it. But mm. no, so I don't actually know a lot about the plot or what's required of the lead male Pierre. No. But, uh, the set kind of looks like lefties. Yeah. Like music hall I was going to say like... Yeah, yeah, like yeah. on Caxton Street, everyone. Yeah, so, but yeah, so he, following along with his reputation for pulling out of things at a moment's notice, 
has done that again. After there was petitions he's from... a very busy man. Well, yes, and he's at a point in his career where he can kind of make mm. these declarations and just have them mm. followed. I'd love to get to that point in my career where I just I do what I want to do, what I want to do, and you, nothing not more or nothing. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so that was that was a, a controversy. It was mm. kind of announced one day and then uh, announced that he wasn't doing it the next after some controversy. So you could. I, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I posted about it on the Facebook page because uh, I was excited that Patinkin was going back to Broadway. But, uh, you know. But he not. He's not. He, he tricked not everyone. Broadway. No. Oh, no. Okay. So we'll see if they can get a Josh Groban back to fill it in. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Michael Bublé will do it. Yeah, Maybe. Michael Maybe he will. Bublé is definitely the, the next choice <laughs> um, after Mandy Patinkin. Or maybe Zac Efron will. Zac Efron might, you know. All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the history of Waitress. Tell us about the history of Waitress. I can do that. Mm. So it is a musical based on a film that came out in about 2007. Um, I had listened to Waitress, the musical, like the music of it, before I had seen the film. I then went and watched the film and wondered what it was about that film that might have drawn people to create a musical about it. Like I didn't get it. I mean, it's a very simple story, Mm. so that's... Maybe that's what they were looking for. And it is also very uh, uh, feminist. Yeah, it's very feminist, actually, this musical. Like, in the best way. Yeah. So, uh, music and lyrics are by Sarah Barrelis and a book by Jessie Nilsson. Where do we know Sarah from? Sarah Barrelis, just from life oh, in gosh. general. She's, she's a singer. She's a songwriter. But where do we know her from? Where do we know her from? Well, yeah, she's just a recording artist. Yeah. Yeah. So she kind of was attached to this to write the songs. Mm. Um, She is amazing. Anyway, (laughs) so the musical tells the story of Jenna Hunterson. We can cover that later. Um, The stage rights to the film were actually purchased the same year the film came out. Snatched it up. The quoi? Snatched it up. Snatched it (laughs) right up. Uh, 2007, and then the musical's creative team wasn't assembled until 2013. That's a long time to be holding on to, to them just rights. think about yeah. it. Yeah. It's almost just waiting seven for years. the right Sarah to come along. But the, the movie was independent, so there wasn't kind of like right. yeah, they weren't clamoring to get the rights back or anything. So I think they had time. Yeah. The original production of Waitress premiered at the American Repertory Theatre in Cambridge in August. I can't say words. Don't look at me. (laughs) In uh, August 2015 with direction by Diane Paulus and choreography by Chase Brock. Um, It respectively made its Broadway debut at the Brooks Atkins Theatre in April 2016. So it has kind of moved pretty quickly from where its roots started to being on Broadway and it's still currently on Broadway at the moment. But it has a US tour scheduled for later this year. Um, It had a limited run, so 
it had a very limited run in Massachusetts before the official opening. The out of town. The out, out of, of town, town tryout. <laughs> <laughs> Before, I feel um, like we're still talking about 42nd Street. <laughs> <laughs> Before it had its, like, big Broadway gig. Um, let's chat about awards. Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony. Um, it's one of few. I'm just trying to find my awards page. Here's my awards page. So, nominated for a lot of Tonys. However, um... Uh, in 2016, majority of the Tonys went to Dear Evan Hansen. They tried. What they, can you do? They gave it a good hard go. So they yeah. did manage to win a Drama Desk Award. Uh, Christopher Stewart. Christopher they did Fitz- manage to win an award. <laughs> <laughs> managed to, to flip one in there. Wow. It's actually, it's always sad when a really great shows come up against each yeah. other and particularly when one of them just wipes the field. Yeah. yeah. And and really great shows miss out on, you know, being able to splash one 14 billion Tony Awards yeah. across and their poster. I, I feel that it's it's also a little, little bit of a, a snub that, the uh, the award went to actor, featured actor in a musical rather than actress. Yeah. In a musical that has so many women and so many really yeah. great Good women roles. Female yeah. roles. Yeah. It yeah. went to uh, feature actor in a musical, Christopher Fitzgerald. Actually, wow. weirdly enough, he is the only person to have won awards for everything they've been nominated for. He's yeah. also won the um, Outer Critics Circle Award, Outstanding Featured Actor. Yeah. So everyone else has had nominations and the musical itself has had nominations. But, yeah, Christopher, weirdly enough, the the dude of the show. Well, the he must, just have been, must have been good. He's not he even the excellent. main dude. No, no. Yeah, interesting. But also you got to look at the field. Yeah. yeah. So it was it, – it's probably more just that the other – I mean, well, category has, is, has the opposite problem with lots of strong male leads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But, you know, curious, yeah. curious. Mm. Um, so during the previews, the production set a record for a single performance at the Brooks Atkins Theatre, taking um, so many numbers, so little time. <laughs> <laughs> 145532 dollars. The production had required an initial investment of $12 million. Uh, during a technical halt at pre- preview performance, the composer and lyricist Sarah Barrelis performed two songs, including two previously cut from the production called Down at the Diner. So Sarah Barrelis still has a very strong connection to mm. this musical, and I'm sure someone will cover that very shortly as well. Yeah, I love that. I love that she just hopped... Like up at intermission, I was like, "Guys, yeah. I'm sorry you've been sitting here for so long. Here's some <laughs> like behind the scenes footage, <laughs> and here's a little preview of the Little Mermaid so, that we're going to record in a couple of days. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Well, they also she also recorded the uh, the uh, put your phones away message that plays at the start. Yeah. Of it. Yeah, but she recorded like one of her one of her songs made for that. That's so purpose. good. So, I think yeah. she's really she's very chilled yeah. about something that is actually very great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's so chill about this show and it's a really good show. Um, well, I think that's great though. Yeah, yeah. that is great. Like, like how many... She's just doing what she does. Yeah. She's not going to well, have a... a parade about it. Yeah, like. exactly. And all you see, there's heaps of photos of her being brought up on stage and thanked 
by the by the cast and uh, a lot of the interviews that I read said that she was very involved in the whole process as as well as the original um, writer of the movie. Mm, so, yeah. mm, that's awesome. Extra little tidbit. Oh. Ooh. Uh, except I'm not sure if anyone else is covering this tidbit. Do it. Who has pies? Oh, I have agenda. pies on You've my got agenda. <laughs> I've got so okay. many foods. I will coming. leave those pies on your agenda. <laughs> All right, but like, chime in if I miss any. Okay, I'll okay. chime in if you miss the pies. <laughs> so, so Julie, why do you like this musical so much? I like this musical because it has a very classic musical sound. Not an old classic musical sound, but just a very contemporary. Classic musical sound, um, but a really it's an interesting mix of the old, like classic formula yeah. with a more contemporary sound mm. yeah. without yeah. having without it, making it sound like pop music. Yeah, That's which exactly is a really right. fine line. Well, listening through it, you, I heard a little bit of like um, do what, like a lot of fe- yeah. close female mm. welcome to Club Knocked Up is very yeah. do what. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed the the sound of the show, but visually as well, they do some really interesting things. Like the band is on stage the entire time mm. in the diner. I love to see the musicians. They me yeah, too. I mean, so good. <laughs> see shows that I've directed. The band is always on stage. Yeah. <laughs> and then the way they move things in and out, like um, it's all it's all very seen and all very smooth, and it's a nice way to kind of put an old stylish kind of musical into a new context without making it too contemporary and too pop soundy and all that kind of stuff. So I just really enjoyed the fact that we've got something now that, you know, uh, students can come to me and say, hey, Miss Julie, I want to learn this song. And I'm like, sure, because it's not a pop song in any way, shape or form. Enjoy. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, yeah, if that's all the history we've got, shall we move on? Yeah. Sounds like a plane. Okay, I'm going to talk about what happens in the show. What yeah, tell us the story. What is the show about? One of the most about? important parts mm. of a musical. Well, I'm going to tell you this show is about a waitress. What? what? I know, surprising, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Shut the front door. Yeah, she likes to bake pies. Um, so she's a classic unhappy with her life character. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the start of the show, we see her starting to, um, you know, bake her signature pies, oh, and she's singing about it. And then they open the store. It's very exciting. Um, but basically, it's the story of of this waitress Jenna, who's in an unhappy marriage to her husband, who she accidentally falls pregnant to. So she's going to have a baby with her husband, Uh-oh. which is like the worst news ever. Yeah, um, because she terrible. doesn't like him. Or well, yeah. he's right. yeah. I think it's it's been over for a while. Right. You get that vibe, Even right? Touch yelly. Yelly, I think. Oh, yeah. Or, or well, you, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that, I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> we will. Um, so uh, she falls in love with and has an affair with her baby doctor, as you do <laughs> when you're pregnant. Your baby daddy, well, yeah, baby well. daddy. <laughs> um, and then everything wraps up. 
in the end. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. Does she have the baby? Or? Yeah, she does have the baby. There's a whole ballet about it, does which she? is really just a song. And then um, some of the other waitresses yeah, yeah, have yeah, other yeah, sexual yeah. In- indiscretions. <laughs> There's a lot of affairs going on here, but um, I think really that's more of a comment on on people's relationships and what they need out of relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of what I feel like a lot of the story is about and addresses. Um, so Jenna has two uh, other waitresses that she works with who also feature quite heavily in the story. Um, one who uh, we has a little side story about going on a, a first date that's a blind date, <laughs> um, not a blind person date, as they point out, but uh, just, you know, someone who she hasn't seen before. And... Um, <laughs> Something else we were talking about. What was that other show that had the blind date in it? I was just oh test too. episode. Never mind. If you'd like <laughs> to know what know. I'm talking about, please be a Patreon and mm. uh, you'll get oh, to yeah. hear that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so she, the, these, this woman and her blind date, they are the majority of the comic relief. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty much. And they're the happy story, really, in yeah. the scenario. Yeah. So it's yeah. two people who meet um, an insecure woman, meets a man who likes her and is nice to her. Happy he, stories all around. That right? is what we're looking for. Slightly, intensely creepy. Yeah. Slightly, but... intensely creepy. <laughs> like that sounds. He, he sings a song called. Slightly, intensely. <laughs> you'll creepy. never get away yeah, from you'll me. You'll never, never get away from me. Is but him. it is okay. a catchy song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. forgive him. And, and, um, well, that's the thing. He, when he's singing, you don't just say, oh, you're like, oh. Yeah, you're not unhappy about it's, it. Yeah, it's nice. You're a creeper, but we love you. <laughs> Oh, it's like you're desperate just like she is. Because <laughs> she kind of sings the inverse of that right. before that. Like, That's yeah. true. Yeah, she's yeah. Just, true. What if he hates me? What if he hates everything yeah. about me? What if he sees me and runs away? And then the exact opposite happens. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm um, never letting you leave me. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, let me get it right, Oggy? Oggy. 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 Um, so uh, Dawn. Is it mm-hmm. Dawn? Mm-hmm. Yep. Dawn, the insecure waitress looking for love, finds Ogie and um, eventually he convinces her um, that they're meant to be together, <laughs> which is in, in a nice way, not in a horrid way. Um, and Just they, through persistence. They do eventually <laughs> get married. We, we get their wedding um, in the second act, which is lovely. Um, the other waitress that she works with, Becky... Um, has an affair with the boss, uh, which everyone finds out about later and there's a little bit of judgment going on. It's like, well, you can't judge me because you're dating your baby doctor and it's all a bit weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Mm. Don't you throw your rock at me. (laughs) No, absolutely. Um, There's a couple of other characters we meet, including uh, Cal. Oh, Cal, sorry, Cal is the boss. I'm going to get this right. It's all very confused in my notes, <laughs> obviously. Um, but Joe is the owner of the diner. He's, yes. He turns out to be a lovely old man. Oh, He's kind of a crotchety old man who turns out to be kind-hearted. He turns out to be very kind-hearted and um, very, very kind-hearted toward the end, which I, I won't I won't spoil. I feel like we... Yeah, no, yeah we don't want. need to spoil. Spoil? Spoil? Well, he, he comes through spoilers. with the goods in the end. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Um, he... It turns out to be quite an unwell 
yes, old man. Yeah. And um, when Jenna is giving birth in the hospital at the end, um, he passes on and leaves her the diner. And so her happy ending is she gets to restart the diner as her yeah. pie shop um, in a very non-Mrs. Lovett way. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, at least the we A see. legitimate pie and, shop. And restarts her life, which is, which is really but nice. We never but we'll come back to her husband. in a minute. Um, uh, and, of course, we meet Dr. Jim Pomata. 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 I watched the movie today to get oh, oh, all right. Nice. Good job. So um, Jenna and the doctor meet in <laughs> the course of her baby doctor appointments. Um, he's the replacement doctor. He's not the usual doctor who she's used to seeing. So it's a bit of a thrown together situation. They re- recognise early on that it's a bad idea that they should let anything happen, but it ends up happening in the end anyway. Um, the Eventually the marriage breaks down mm-hmm. and uh, Jenna's left giving birth to her child. She has the doctor but basically says, look, I need to just, no, let's yeah. cool it, cool the heels. And... Um, now that she she gets the diner in the end and she restarts her life and and there's a couple of really touching moments throughout the show where we see the transition of of her her dreams i suppose mm-hmm. so early on she's wanting to leave her husband cal and uh the other girls point out that there's this competition for baking so she's going to go to this make a fantastic pie, she's going to win some prize money, she's going to leave her husband and use the money to start a new life. Classic pie-making story. Classic. Classic. (laughs) Classic. Uh, The pregnancy and the affair and everything else sort of happens in the middle and, um, yeah, that little scenario doesn't work out. But um, I think what she ends up with in the end is actually far more satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fairy tale. It is. Yeah. 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 I think to play Jenna would be a particularly tough gig. Absolutely. Well, all those variations on the, oh. the pregnant belly suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not costume changes, back. it's just belly changes. <laughs> yeah. I think she's such a, like, she starts off relatively vulnerable, but her journey is incredible by the end of the show. Yeah, like yeah. where she goes and what happens in the end. It's just you like, s- oh. You see her grow in strength and confidence and, you know, I, she's a a good role model in the way that she deals with the situations toward the end. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier yeah. on it, it's yeah. she is makes the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a few portraits. Um it is a very generally one of the only musicals I've ever actually cried at the end. Oh yeah. Julie. Yeah. Oh Julie. I was just a bit, one of those. A bit teary. Oh. <laughs> because it is it is it has a lot of like it's sad but mm. positive at the same why. time. It kind yeah. of it's like the double tearjerker. Yeah. It's an unexpected choice, I think. You don't expect her to make the choices that she makes at the very end, and you're like, oh, oh, oh. Why can't she just run away with the doctor and be well, happy? I think, <laughs> I think the the ending is that the 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 switch around of the regular fairy tale is that you don't need. To be married, to be happy. So she yeah. leaves her husband. She stops having an affair, and the doctor is also having an affair. That's why. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. Run yeah. Off the going on. Yes. So it's 
it's yeah it's like she can be happy by herself and mm. that is her happy ending with her mm. daughter and her pie shop so i think yeah. that that is why it's such a a, a a great story in that it 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 uh I'm trying to the predictable denies story. your expectations. The predictable yeah. story would have been that, you know, it was all about going to the pie competition and, yes. winning, and yeah. winning and therefore deserving her new life. Mm. And then the doctor but she does, leaving his wife. She makes these choices that that you expect, you know, a terrible person would make, like having yeah. an affair mm. and while she's pregnant with, yeah. or like, why would she not want her husband's child? And yeah. like all of these sort of... Uh, but yeah. they do a really good but way. Good natural job. positions yeah. for a woman to find herself yeah. in, and it doesn't make you a bad person. Mm. And I think that's what. And at we no see point you really feel angry towards her either. No, you, you don't, don't ever her. feel like, no. oh my she's god, so lovely. Yeah, yeah. So the whole time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they do a good job of setting up the that her relationship with her husband is not a positive one. Mm. Yeah. Well, the, Without yeah, the, he making has him no redeeming features. No, but, but he's, he's also not a raging criminal. Yes, yeah. no. you like, don't hate him either, really. You know, I no. never felt like, oh my god, he's the worst person in the world. Just in like, the oh. movie, I did. In the movie, because that's he's true. freaking terrible. He's really, he's Do you really see nasty. more of him. Yes, in that, and he's much yellier and just kind of like as soon as he's in this, like he's in the car and he's like, okay, tell me that you missed me. Tell me what you did today. Right. Ask me there. what I did today and pretend that you mean it. Like that whole, Ooh, it was super, lot. yeah. The musical handles it a lot better than the movie did, mm. at least for my sensibility. Well, the story yeah. isn't really about him. No. And the no. story isn't really about her relationship with him no. either. No, no, no. It's no. sort of a side note to her journey. And yeah. that's one of the great things it does as well is like the men are only seen through the prism of the women. Yeah. Rather than the usual, which is the opposite, yeah. where the women are only ever seen through the prism of the male characters. Does this show pass the Bechdel test? Absolutely it does. Yeah. But. <laughs> Sorry, that, that's the sound of three women just sitting with their mouths open. Yeah. <laughs> just being like, what? I mean, it, it does a few times. They have two women talking about something that isn't a man and isn't related. but It's all... mostly pies, isn't it? Oh, yes, yeah. Well, <laughs> pie, pies and children, mothers and daughters, um, are fair, those, those are the things that they're talking about. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. So, but it does a good job of talking about her, what she's going through through these other women. Yeah. Um, so it's really, it was a really nice tight narrative yeah. Yeah, that I really appreciate in it. Mm. Yeah. It helps written beautifully. It is. All right. right. Well, that's about all of the mess of the plot that I have to talk about. I could have done it in a linear fashion, but I feel like that was just, you know, it's not not too predictable. Too predictable. Yeah. I didn't want to be predictable. (laughs) I wanted to go for the waitress version, which is just like shit everywhere. No, that's not right. I take that back. Cut that. All right. Let's move on. Well, you can't have a musical without music. So what? let's talk. We could, but then <laughs> would it be a play? Wouldn't that Is be there one? A play? They did do the deaf version of Spring Awakening. Awakening. Did it's that still, have music? But it still yes. had music. Yes. But they, they just, just sung in sign language, which I think is beautiful. Yeah, I think yeah. everything. It was highly acclaimed. Let's yeah. talk about this show, though. Yeah, yeah. what are we okay. talking let's about? Talk Waitress. About this show. So. Again, so is an original score written by Sarah Bareilles, mm. uh, American singer-songwriter. 
and six-member orchestra, keyboard, piano, cello, guitar, bass and drums. Six? That's quite small. One Very of small. these things you is f- not like the others. Cello? Yeah. yeah. Well, the you yellow have, cello. You've got to have those romantic moments. So Ooh. I've gone through and I've... Uh, I'm doing the cello. <laughs> Miranda Selwood, mainly a cello. <laughs> yeah, hashtag mainly a cello. So I've gone through, I've marked my favourites. There's only four. Favorite but songs. they are the ones that you would want to be your favourites. Yeah. So oh, let's be... Uh, yeah, yeah, all right. Is one of them the sugar flower butter sugar. ice cream cake song? Yes. I don't really? think there was ice cream in it. Made that <laughs> no, up there is now. <laughs> um, I really love the opening and closing of all the acts. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I was confused by the opening because there was one person singing and then she, was, she seemed to be singing... Over the top of her cell. Yeah. <laughs> How do they do this? Like, in the show? Very confused. All right, so it opens up. So at any time, if you want to talk about a particular song, just jump in and talk I about do. it. I do. Fully so, intend to. Uh, What's Inside by Jenny and company. That's the first the opening one. opening number. That's the opening number. So that that is one of my favourites. It's just so pretty. I think that sets the tone for the rest of the musical. It's just really pretty music. Yes. Mm. There, there isn't a, like a lot of even, – even Earl's song is not – an ugly song. No. And I think, like, when I first listened to it, I wanted it to be ugly because I didn't know that he was, a like, a, a, a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that is laughs> and I wanted the music to tell me that. Like, yeah. warning. Yeah. Well, no, that's fine. Not really. So, okay. Okay. Um, then opening up, which is Jenna, Becky, Dawn and Cal. And the pretty much everyone. Up. Which is lots of fun. I think that's... Yeah. I think it... Like very nicely summarizes what a day in hospitality is like. (laughs) (laughs) Where you're like, yes, yeah, yes. How are you? I'm smiling through (laughs) gritted teeth. The negative, which is the finding out the. This is my favorite. Yeah, it's a fun one. Well, maybe I think it's closest to the. Classic musical theatre sound. Yeah. It yeah. is in the in the whole score, which is more my thing than yes, than yeah. the modern show. So <laughs> maybe that's why I pick up on that. But, but also, I love to hear three women singing a funny song about wanting to not be pregnant. Yeah, which uh, is cool. It is. Well, it's, <laughs> I think that can maybe appear on our top five lists. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't think about any of those. What baking can do. Uh, Jenna and the company. Club Knocked Up, which is... I uh, really like yeah, Club Knocked Up. Yeah, that's really fun. It's Buffy. Yeah. It's, it's Buffy. It's um, not always in the stage version. Oh, really? Yes. What? The <gasps> version I saw did not have Club Knocked Up. They did a musical version of it and then just transitioned straight into the doctor's office. I was like, oh. <gasps> no, where's my song? Where's my song? Put it back. <laughs> I, I so wonder why that is. It could potentially be because um, of the way that I saw it. It could potentially be that it is n- now in the musical, I but the then. version I saw potentially right. wasn't in there at that time. Mm. So sad. Uh, sad face. Pamata Pie, which uh, is not on the recording, and it's musical. Yes, it's just, it is on the recording. It's just musical. Is it? It's on like recording. Yes. It's not in mine. Google <gasps> music. Uh, when he sees me, that's Dawn's song. I love that, it. That, that's yeah. uh, the one where she's freaking out. I love it so hardcore. That that is both. I don't like Oggy's song as much as this one, just because it's it's creepier. Whereas yeah. hers is just charming. Yeah. yeah. So this is lots of fun. Uh, it only takes a taste, which is Doctor Pamata and Jenna. 
talking about pies and metaphors. Yes. Uh, Oh, guys, you've ruined my world. I'd not really thought about the metaphor until just then. What? Are you kidding me? You of all people? (laughs) Like, I had, but like... No, no, very genuinely. I what? Have, I Julie, have, it's bring so on the men eyes and trigger. <laughs> has you not know? thought about the metaphor. Are here. you sure? No. Well, I but did. I, I, I did, but I very quickly dismissed it. I was just like, it's a song about pies. It, <laughs> that song, despite being lyrically about pies, has got nothing to do with pies. <laughs> I, just, I know. I just like to think that her pies are so nice. Like I don't want to. They are good, yeah. obviously. Yes, but now you're so we feel like Julie. His priorities have pies, <laughs> men, <laughs> everything. Else. A little bit. Takes pies seriously. Takes pies. I seriously. do take pies seriously. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> uh, you will still be mine. By Earl. Oh, that's it is weirdly Jenner. sweet, isn't it? There's there was a really yeah. interesting musical thing in there um, where he's part of the song because this is a song he used to sing to her when they were very yeah. much in love, yeah. right? Mm. I'm not thinking of the wrong one. I no, this, no right? this is the one. Yeah. Um, and so when he's singing, he can't quite remember, oh, what's that bit of the lyric? And mm. then she sings that next phrase and yeah. it's got this crushy little chord in it and hers sounds... Just that one line sounds yeah. so much sadder See, than the rest of the song. It might be just because I've recently watched the movie. That bit really struck me as kind of harking back to him putting words in her mouth and him saying, I don't know what that is. How did that go? Tell me how that And then she brings it in like, and yeah, that. Well, I, ha- yes. I haven't seen the film, no. so I didn't hear it like that. But just the way that musically that was written, yeah. that one phrase that she sings, it's just that little um, yeah. change really in the effective. in the tone. And in the lyric, like it goes from being kind of okay to being like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. In the musical it's a little bit more innocent than it is in yeah. the movie. So it sounds that way as well. It really yeah. is more like it's her... Her de- not her decision, but her feelings are having fallen out of love with this man completely, okay. rather than him being that a, you know mean controlling. controlling person. It's more just like mm. they have drifted so far, mm. um, and then it, I think it really comes out in that particular bit of music that you're talking mm. about, where it's just very clear that it's her. She's done. Yeah, yeah, that's so pretty. So the next just, I, I enjoy a good bit of. Music, like somebody who's used music the theory of music to yeah. tell a story. <laughs> and for Sarah Bareilles to have not written a musical before, it's nice to hear that come through too. Like yeah, that's well, that's somebody who's a songwriter yeah. and who understands how Emotion. to use notes mm. and <laughs> intervals and chords to, to create. A story. Storytelling. Yeah. Emotion. Which is feelings. something we find in this musical, which I personally, I don't want to poo-poo, another musical, but I didn't find in Cindy Lauper's Kinky Boots. Yeah. Whereas, the, like, it was very much just kind of a series of pop songs rather mm. than a story told through music. Yeah. 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 We can talk about that show at another time. <laughs> Hopefully. Maybe one day. Maybe that we'll get Cindy Lauper on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cindy. Uh, so then we have our Somewhere That's Green, A Soft Place to Land with Jenna. <laughs> hang on, no, no. I'm going to be like, hang on. What? Yeah. Wrong show. Wrong, no, yeah. no, no. I'm, it, this is the somewhere that's been oh, song okay. in this musical. Oh, right. A soft place so to confused. land with Jenny, Becky, and Dawn. Yeah. Uh, Never getting rid of me, which is Oggy's 
declaration of love. <laughs> Weird, <laughs> creepy. Yes. But no, seriously, the most catchy downbeat you'll ever hear. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, and they get that's... married, so it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. He's not entirely a creeper. <laughs> He's just mostly a creeper. And then another one of my favourites, oh, Bad yes. Idea. Yeah. Bad oh, idea. so addictive. Is, yeah, Jen and Dr. Pamata. I legitimately okay. listen to this song on repeat. Just checking, Julie. Bad idea is not about eating too much pie. <laughs> or it is metaphorically. <laughs> yeah, it's metaphorical pie. They're talking about... Yeah, no, guys, I got yeah, this okay. one. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty self-explanatory. I'm so disappointed. The other one was pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I know it is. I just choose to, yeah, choose okay. to I'll not stop teasing see you the about dirty it side of that song. A week from now. Yeah, but that's surprising. Well, so Zane, for, Zane forgives the puns in urine town. Yeah. Julie ignores the double entendre. Oh, okay, <laughs> so we, we do like allow ourselves yeah. to go against our normal personality. So that's the end of Act 1 and Act 2 opens up with I Didn't Plan It. Yes. Uh, Becky, uh, and that's where they're talking about the affair. She's talking about her affair with the boss. Yeah. Whoopsie. And then we have Bad Idea reprise with everyone in. Because um, everyone's, everyone's doing, everyone's doing some something very shabby. Uh, oh. You Matter to Me, Dr. Bamata and Jenna. Yeah, that's really a beautiful nice. song. Yeah. See, all of these are, are really just... They're all just really pretty. Yeah. 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 And originally I was against it because it was all so pretty. But then when you look at the story and what it's trying to tell, like it's saying that life is pretty even though things are bad. So I, I kind of forgive it now. And you look at each song as an individual song as well and you're like, yeah. damn, that's a good song. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. They're, they're <laughs> not the same, song. same songs. It's just it didn't like go like dark in tone yep. anywhere and that's something you usually find mm. which is another point of difference yeah. about this musical well not in, for entire songs there are like i think there are moments like yes. lines in, yeah. in yeah. duets yeah. and stuff but there's no like villain no villain it's not song like or <laughs> <laughs> ominous foreboding song <laughs> uh uh i love you like a table <laughs> my ogie dawn and the company this is uh Oggy's spontaneous poetry at their <laughs> wedding. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, Take It From An Old Man, which is Joe's song. It is something that always gets me in musicals is this the, the cross-generational feelings of pride and mm. um, kind of passing torches on. Yeah. That, that, that's a theme that always gets me. This is um, what's the one in Guys and Dolls? Uh, it's something about grandfather. The, the more I cannot wish you. Yeah, more I cannot wish you. That's <laughs> right. Um, Same sentiment. Completely <laughs> different situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, dear baby, Jenna. Mostly spoken. Mostly spoken. She used to be mine, Jenna. Where oh, she's I really like about. that song. Yeah. Mm. Good audition song. Mm. Is now it? everyone's mm. going to use it. <laughs> so now it's no longer a good audition song. We okay, just guys, ruined it for everyone. I take it back. Contraction ballet, amazing audition song. <laughs> just breathing. <laughs> just show how Just well Lamar's breathe. breathing. <laughs> so after contraction ballet, everything changes with sure uh, Jenna, Becky, Dawn and, and company. Mm. And then finishing up with opening up. Is that also a euphemism, guys? Maybe, but that's for you to find out, Julie, when you re-listen to the soundtrack. <laughs> Opening up. Oh, wow. Let me <laughs> oh. 
what I like about these songs is that there isn't anything I would skip on the soundtrack. No, no, absolutely I, not. I actually used song. to skip one song. Is it the old man song? It is the old man song. <laughs> I used to skip it, but now I listen to it because I kind of have a soft spot for him. Yeah. Maybe Contraction Ballet. Oh, yeah, sorry, Maybe. Contraction Ballet as well. I just like the full experience of the show. So. <laughs> well, we all just can't be as I can't good. say that. <laughs> all right, well, shall we move on to cast and yeah, other yeah. things? Let's so. do it. Musical interlude. We are talking about production elements and cast of Waitress. It's me, yeah. KB. I'm taking you through this. <laughs> and we're not <laughs> Everyone talking else to you at all. all. <laughs> so, um, I started looking at production photos of the show because I was like, it's in a diner. How are they going to do this? But everything is so lovely. Like, it's so nice. You go inside the diner, it's all wooden and it's set up like an act, like I would eat there. Like I'd go up on stage <laughs> and be like, can I have a cheeseburger? Yeah, woohoo. Um, or a pie. Um, and it's all neon lights and very 50s feel to it and nothing's very elaborate once again to the hospital, but it's I like it. And I like that the the, the, the curtain and the, what's it, what do call it, of the arch. The proscenium? Yeah, but is that like, there? Is there a frame of the proscenium? Like, I'm not I'm not sure. What is that called, guys? That's a question for you to answer. <laughs> um, when you walk in, it's a pie and then the curtain goes up and that the pastry around it is st- still stays yeah. there. So all this is happening within this pie. And within like, the pastry within the, the pie. Within the pie of all the, herself. like... Um, Within a, it's all within a beautiful pie, and it's like awesome. Um, speaking of pies, this is probably my favorite <laughs> element mm. of the show. Um, so when the show moved to Broadway, they brought on um, a Manhattan baker called Stacy Donnelly and Dawn Mayo, who owns everything Dawn Bakery, candles and treats. Um, and they that had very specific, name. yes, um, very specific roles. So Donnelly was hired to um, make sure that when baking occurred in the show that it looked realistic because Jenna has to like crack eggs and sift flowers and roll pie dough as if she knows what she's yeah, doing. Yeah. So that was that was um, Stacey Donnelly's role is to come in and, and help with that. And then everything Dawn Bakery Candles and Treats was brought in <laughs> to um, create – the props, so all the prop pies look like actual pies. I really wish that they were actual pies. Yeah, and like just give that, them to the audience. Yeah. Ooh. Well, it's risky. <laughs> it's risky. I mean, you'd have to replace when Julie's playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to help, it's a it's a quite an immersive experience. Waitress, the musical. Um, so when you walk in, there are actual pies, like the aroma of pies baking and warming. Um, in the theatre as if it's a real pie shop and then slices of the pie are on sale so you can sit in this amazing, like, scent of pies. Oh, good, so they do do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So effectively it's amazing. they bake pies and you can eat them. Yeah, and that's so cool because who doesn't love food and the smell of food? No well, one. Like, that's so much better than a pre-show wine. Absolutely. I would have pre-show pie any day. <laughs> and I mean actual pie, guys. You're all filthy. Um, a production in of sweeney in london that the same thing they want to eat pie they they put the production on in in 
a pie shop. Yeah. The whole show was I think in that's a pie so shop. cool. Guys. I think because people walk in then and their imagination and their senses are immediately activated. Um, so yes. they kind of leave yeah, yeah. the... We might have to contact yeah. Yatla Pies and see if they'll let us do a version of Sweeney Todd. Be in Yatla Pies. <laughs> uh, a show at Brisbane Arts actually a couple of years ago did that. It was about um, the dude who put... Uh, an ad in the newspaper for someone to eat the cannibal. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They no. were cooking. They the smell of cooking you walked into, and then by the end of it, that smell made you physically ill because you're like, oh, that's a human being. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what I also the most um, probably the most talked about production element of Waitress is the fact that once it hit Broadway, you had a the four top creative spots. So. Um, music and lyrics, a writer, choreography and direction were all women and that has never happened on Broadway before. But not only that, a costume design and musical direction were also roles taken by women and that's awesome. It's and so surprising that 2016 that hasn't happened before now. No, no, I know. That's six, sad. six, for the four top creative spots not being women before is surprising. Yeah. But this, this show is so female heavy that um it's nice to have happened now and we didn't have to wait any longer well didn't win a tony did it look baby steps saying you can't have everything all at once (laughs) (laughs) so cast wise um, you have uh, Jessie Mueller in the role of Jenna, the lead. She started out in the workshop in 2004 and took it all the way to Broadway. She didn't change. Um, mm-hmm. She has left the show now and Sarah Bareilles actually took over for a couple of months um, until Betsy Wolf came on board last month. So That would have been interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. how cool would that have been? Like she played – what that – April, May. She played it for three months. Oh, did she? Yeah. I, I swore she only played it for June. No, March, oh. from March 31st to, to the middle of June. And I think Betsy Wolf is incredible, so it would be really interesting to also mm. see you, her. You can see role. a little transition video between. Ooh. Yeah, it's all on the Waitress Facebook page, but there, there is a little go. transition video between uh, Sarah Barrellis and Betsy. That's awesome. And that's the other thing. Like whenever you – whenever I Googled this show, um, that was something that came up constantly is that it, this is a, a, a transmedia kind of experience where mm. you can watch the movie, you can see the musical. Um, Sarah Bareilles released a separate album other than the cast recording with the music of her just singing it. Um, and Instagram and Facebook is such a big part of the way that they tell the story too behind the scenes and, and – giving all the information, which is just, you know, 2017, um, kicking all the gulps. Um, Drew, <laughs> I'm going to get this wrong, Say Drew. It. So if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Um, Galing? I think. I think it's Galing. Galing? Galing, Galing. Um, he took over from Bryce Pinkham for the um, out-of-town showing and the original Broadway cast. He... That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice note. <laughs> there was something. Uh, he's done a lot more uh, uh, TV recently, so he was in Smash and Elementary and stuff. So it's it's, oh, right, um, yeah. it's nice to see him do his thing. Um, <laughs> Which other, thing do we like seeing him do? The stage, just TV. the stage yeah. thing, <laughs> the singing thing. He has You're a right. pretty voice. Um, hey, Drew. Um, <laughs> 
Other cast members that have stayed on from the very beginning are uh, Kayla Settle, again, if I've, I've said that wrong, I'm really sorry, um, who plays Becky, uh, Dakin, Dakin, Matthews, who plays Joe, and Eric Anderson, who plays Cal. They've all been there from the very beginning. And it's interesting because Lulu, who I'm assuming is the daughter. Yes, yeah. Because I couldn't... Uh, Lulu yeah, is the name of the baby Lulu's, she has. Yeah. The baby, yeah. So that that was not a character. That wasn't a character that you saw in the workshop that came in and for the out of town. And the, the girls who are, are playing that baby now are twins, whereas the the two before that were not related at all. Yeah. So, so I think she just comes in for the the, the last little last little, little, little bit, the yeah. teeny little bit, yeah. the end. Um, for, oh, which one was that? Who am I looking at? I've lost my. <laughs> which one? No, on the soundtrack no is the one that sounds like the one you, the woman you get when you can't get Kristen Chenoweth. Kamika Glenn. Yeah. Yes. Now, yeah, Kimiko, she left the show to do Orange is the New Black um, and Jenna Oshkowitz from Glee came in and took over that role for a while um, and then when it was very, very sure that Kimiko wasn't going to come back, they replaced her completely. So Jenna is no longer playing the role. She just got a little a little snippet of it and now Caitlin Houlihan has, um, has yeah. taken over that one. She's really good. Um, that's, kind of, that's kind of it. Um Drew has left the show now. He's no longer playing the Doctor. What a um, jerk. I wow. Know. <laughs> Sorry. He's very he's sad. He's only, just, he's only just recently left. He's, he's taken he's, – it's All only right. been a month, guys. Yeah. It's okay. Is he the one who um, won the award? No. no. No, the guy who oh. won the award was Christopher Fitzgerald. He plays Oggy. Um, or oh. Oggy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. So oh. he did the workshop and he was in the original Broadway cast, but he took a little break for the out of town. Mm. So it was interesting that he is the one that has won all the awards because he, he – um, he had a little moment where he yeah. did something Well, maybe else. he just had other things to do. Yeah. Then laundry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's maybe it. a show or two. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. maybe. Yeah. But you have like three very strong women who have taken the role of Jenna though. Like yeah. Jessie Mueller is, is fantastic. I love her voice. With Sarah Bareilles and Betsy Wolf. it's going to be interesting to see who plays her next, I think. Me. I'm doing it. What? Really? Miranda? I know. Okay. Exclusive announcement here, guys. Guys, you heard it here first. <laughs> How they exciting. Don't no, they don't know. It's total lie. Okay, it. well, let's cut it there and we'll move on to Dream Cars, shall we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, who would be the best in this musical? <laughs> Dreamcast. I do have a little note, mostly for Miranda here. Yeah. Mm. In the movie, yeah. Dr. Pamata yeah. was played by Nathan Fillion. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Let's get him on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> in that role, though? I don't know. In any role, no, he can have whatever he wants. He might have graduated to a cow. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's he's a bit old for Dr. Pamata now. Yeah. It's oh, okay, Nathan. Holy poop. What? I was like, I just need to Google the show because I don't remember the name of the lead, but I want this particular person to play Dr. Pat. And I was like, okay, hang on, I'll just Google the show. I was like, okay, Firefly, who was the lead guy in that? <laughs> <laughs> the guy from the movie. <laughs> of Is it Nathan Fillion? <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. 
Um, oh, but I did just find, in doing so, who I think would be a good ogie, potentially. Who, Julie? Alan Tudyk. 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 Not one, but two. Not even joking, Julie. Oh, my God, yeah. Can I just say the best thing that Alan Tudyk has ever done, side note to podcast is that horrid movie with Sandra Bullock in it where she goes to, it's called like 90 Days or something. No, not that many days. Oh, she goes to yeah. a, a rehab place. It's like 48. 40, 28 wow. days. 28 days. 28 That's days. it. 28 days. Yep. She goes to a rehab place. And um, he is another patient he plays the role of. He's not actually a patient. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Coincidentally, he was a patient there at the time. <laughs> when they were filming. And and uh, yeah, he does some really amazing work. He's got an accent. It's that. very impressive. It's and great. Hilarious. And he goes on this rant about spoons and forks and salad forks and stuff. It's fantastic. Get that movie out, fast forward the whole thing. And just, just stop at the parts where he's talking to the camera. It's fantastic. Okay. It's not irredeemable, that movie. But anyway, Sandra Bullock is Jenna. No. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I really like Sandra Bullock. Not I don't mind in a fully <laughs> singing role. Why not? Let's give her a chance to. No, no, she, she might be. I don't, amazing. Amazing. I don't think she can. I think. I think she's come out and said she can't sing. Have we really not mm-hmm. learned our lesson can. of late? Don't just hire famous people to play roles. Because yeah, they could absolutely. Act them. I, sometimes <laughs> they just can't sing. They, they have to be auto-tuned can't. until they sound like a robot. I am a robot singing a song. Oh yeah, well we've mm. got like we've got two dick for Ogie. Jenna, we we need a Jenna. See, that's the hardest one I to do. Know. I think, yeah, I like the older women. I like yeah. already people, played. Yeah, her. I can't. I can't. I mean, I'm in love well, with, with Jesse Mueller. Yeah. Like, oh, she's incredible. I haven't heard the. I haven't heard Sarah Bareilles do it, and I haven't heard um, Wolf do it. No. But yeah, I, I think Jesse was was the right pick for that casting. Yeah, our dream cast. No, no, I know. Um, I don't know. Uh, Women who could do it. Um, Let's see. Maybe you. I'm not old enough. Oh, who's to say how old Jenna really has to be? You can be unhappy. Isn't there a lyric that's like Julie wants to do it? He he he's he sings (laughs) something about a woman baking pies that I used to know that was forty, and she has a. No, that's know. more he, – he's never intentionally saying you're old. Right. He's saying, no, 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 I'm sorry, you remind me yeah. right. of the kindness of that woman, not uh, of the wrinkles. Yeah. Who used to bake pies. No, pies. <laughs> 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 it was just about pies. Was oh, it, no, Julie? Yeah, was it? <laughs> he said he couldn't afford them and she gave it to him. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Jesse, uh, Jesse, yeah, I can't go past If, if we can't cast Jenna – there's just one question we have to answer. Where would Zac Efron fit in this cast? It has to be. Uh, doctor, hands doctor. down, Doctor. Yeah, yeah, and the Doctor now takes his shirt off. He does all <laughs> consultations <laughs> in just the lab coat. Guys, we've thought about this. That was never a question that needed to be asked. This whole <laughs> segment is just going to become which role is Zac no, Efron? No, I haven't really... I have a new way of introducing Zach Efron for next week, guys. Oh, it's okay. okay. Good. Um, <laughs> It'll be I quite would, early on. I was on. actually thinking that maybe he could be Earl. I would like to see him play a, a villain. Mm, not yet, though. 
Don't yeah, know. well, Why I, not he, more, I think he's too young to play a villain husband <laughs> where, the, like, they get sick of the marriage. Like, what, they've been married a year? Like, you know. <laughs> Earl's a, a bit of a non-event in the show too. And, you know, we need him but on I'm, the poster, okay, okay. right? All right. <laughs> yeah, Zach gonna, sells tickets. Put it out on the table. <laughs> I am oh, not wow. so much a fan of putting Zach Efron in every show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it. I'm Why, Zane? Why? Because I've seen High School Musical, you guys. Yeah, but that's I okay. That was just the beginning. I haven't seen High School Musical, so it's not tainted for me. Oh, <laughs> the right. first musical I saw him in was Hairspray, and I thought he did a dandy job. A dandy, dandy. job. <laughs> a dandy job. All right. A um, fine and dandy but job. But in all honesty, <laughs> I would really like to see Aaron Tveit in the role of the Doctor. Oh, yeah. No, I, I can think, see him. Um, go to Google. He, so, uh, you have vibrato, to Google vibrato, so much vibrato. Aaron Tveit? Yes. I spelled it wrong. He's in, He's in everything. Almost literally everything. Hang on. Because mainly because he hasn't been in this one yet, but also I think like Catch Me If You Can, those kind of roles that he's done might yes. allow him to segue into it. He is deliciously yeah. handsome. Um, <laughs> not <laughs> that the doctor approved. has to be... Deliciously handsome, well, but it honestly, does have like, there has to be something there. there has to be I also don't want him to look like a dog. Like, <laughs> it's not going to work. Excuse me, some dogs are very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen my dog? Sorry, Tui, you're very pretty. <sighs> Thank um, you. All right, I, th- I think that does us for casting. Um, uh, Why? Well, no. Chris, I'm going to put Kristen Chenoweth yeah. in the Kristen Chenoweth role. <laughs> Ooh, she That's might only be a little fair. bit too old to play this. Doesn't matter. That role. No. She's ageless. Well, she is she ageless. Could, she could play either of them. She could play Becky as well. Uh-uh. She played both of them at the same time. No, she Very hasn't talented. got the guts for Becky, I don't think. Oh. Like literally has not got the guts. Okay, for Becky. If, you, if you're putting it that way, I, I think you got to give us fat girls talented. some roles, yeah, okay? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like I was actually going to say, like this musical, more than pretty much most other musicals, you don't have. There's not necessarily a type. A type a for no. any of the cast, yeah. apart from pregnant. Apart from, but pregnant can hey, be pregnant. I, pregnant. I look pregnant every it's day. It's also various stages of pregnancy, so it's not like that has yeah. to be a prerequisite. Well, obviously, <laughs> if you're it pregnant, is a you probably couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. See? Okay. <laughs> Does that mean that we're done with casting? Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. What top five list does this music call? Belonging. <laughs> this music. Don't worry. Call. I caught it. No one noticed. <laughs> uh, top five musicals about pies. I've done it. Whoa. Top I can five. only think of two. two. Yep. There okay. you go. There we go. So it has to be the top, top five. Top five musicals about pregnancies. Ooh, Wanted and unwanted. up a lot. <laughs> yeah. I would say it's in the top five though. Yeah, it's very good. I would say so. It's very heavily focused on one pregnancy. <laughs> yep. It's kind it, of what it the definitely whole won. show is about. Uh, top five shows with a female production team or creative team. Well, only show with a female the creative only one? team. For now. For, For now. now. Broadway, you're on notice. <laughs> wow. Fill out our list, Broadway. Do it now. <laughs> uh, top five musicals set in southern USA? Mm-hmm. Sure. I when I was thinking, I couldn't think of that many others. Oklahoma, all shook up. Carousel, 
well, potentially. Like, where really is that? I don't know. I don't, yeah, Geography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's do geography. You can tell by accents. Oh. Ow. Oh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, yeah, add it to the list. Yeah. Sure. I'll let you have it. <laughs> Top five musicals with a birth scene. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I think this might be the only one. Wow. Yeah. Top it's five musicals with one. a contraction ballet. Wicked. Wicked. Wicked has a birth scene. Oh, no, yes. Wicked does Wicked have a birth scene. Strictly ballroom. No, Matilda. Matilda has Same a birth scene. Yes, yes, yes at exactly. the very beginning. I know. Where she's like, I don't want to be here. I want to be a dance competition. <laughs> that one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, and then this the... one. Oh, I'm desperate to find There's two more, more now. way more. Excuse wow. <laughs> that was me rubbing my hand along the table, uh, just so uh, everyone knows, mm-hmm. in case you heard that in the background. Smooth cover, Miranda. Just. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> Julie. Just for Julie. Top five musicals with baked goods as plot points slash metaphors. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's babe. okay, Julie. It's okay. Because there, there are a few that use... Uh, Bread as metaphors, but Whatever. they're not great. They're not sex metaphors, Julie. They're not all. They're not all terrible. What's smart? <laughs> <laughs> Top five musicals where women don't just talk about men. Top five musicals that pass the Bechdel test. Mm. Yeah. Oh, there's a few songs where she solely talks about a man, but that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fine. <laughs> that's like okay. you're allowed to talk about relationships, but never. I don't think. I don't think there is. A scene where two men talk to each other. What? No, there is not no. at all. That's a, I don't think two men first. talk to each other the whole musical. No. no. Well, I don't now even it's think weird. even even Joe or Cal talk to each no. other. No, and they yeah. were yeah. They would be the two if you had to pick. Mm. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> so there's cool. that. Nice. Wow. I can't think of another musical that does that. I mean, unless like. Two members of the ensemble have screwed this up for us, but hey, how ensemble, they? you don't stop count. talking to if each other. If you're rhubarbing, it doesn't count. If you're rhubarbing, <laughs> all right. Well, is are we out? I don't. Well, I think that's pretty good. That's yeah. a good list. Good, good list. list. Good on you, waitress. Oh, that's well the done. best one we've done so far. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> yes, yes. Top team. five. Top five lists by us. This is what, what? the fifth. So yeah. <laughs> if you're thinking. But we're only up to episode three. Mm. Be a Patreon. Yes. There you go. It only costs, well, no, it only costs a dollar a month. Look at that. One dollar. One dollar. One dollar. And you get to hear two glorious episodes that were the first ones we ever recorded. And I'm not going to yeah. lie. They're very good episodes. They're not bad. They're not <laughs> they're edited, not but they're not bad. Mm. They're not edited. They're funny. <laughs> I think they're funny. They're long. You could certainly get value yeah. to money. I, I, I hazard a guess that this one's longer. Title question, ladies. Mm. What lessons has this musical taught us? Pies are made from butter, sugar, and flour. Flour. Etc. Etc. Oh, was it? Crap. (laughs) No wonder that's not working out for me. I'm like, geez, this cake was just going on there. Sorry, I didn't catch any of that. What was that? And yes, no, no. Well. Okay, so to paraphrase one of the last songs, women are in turns messy, kind, lonely, reckless, scared and strong and that's good. That's okay, guys. Yes. No, that's 
good. Like, yeah. this is what this musical's about. Yeah. Good. Job. Yeah, you learned that, yeah. did you? Yes, Queens. Because I don't think you learned it by heart. I could see you reading it from I, the screen. I, I, I learned this and wrote it down to study for later. Oh, yeah. Because good. I'm I'm a student of life, Miranda. Wow. Very nice. You're that was very, very nice. <laughs> well done, Zane. Snaps for Zane. Yeah. Zane. Zane's Julie, come on now. <laughs> we don't need to look Just because I table. didn't give you snaps. Now you're all mean at me. What did you learn from waitress Julie? Yeah. I learned that you can be pregnant and people still find you hot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. Did you also learn about metaphors? <laughs> Maybe. I wish you were taking a photo of yourself right now. Um, I um, think uh, I learned that it's okay to go after what you want um, outside of the expectations that you think people have of you. So you don't have to stay married to the person you don't like. And yeah. If you want to be a baker, then go ahead and do it, guys. I give you permission. It was Thank um, you. no worries, Miranda. <laughs> I know you've been sitting there waiting. I for just that want moment. to bake. It's okay. Miranda <laughs> does make a very again. nice cherry pie. Guys, stop. Next, next time. Miranda. I should have made it for this. You should have. I don't need to know anything about this. That's not a metaphor. I'm talking about an actual <laughs> pie that I make. Yeah, but then a I cherry have to, pie. I taste your cherry pie. And then everyone's up in arms about it. <laughs> it's an it's actual pie, <laughs> Julie. We're talking about actual pie. <sighs> yeah, in this instance, pie's not a metaphor. Julie's learnt nothing from pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So I've learnt, and I hope Broadway has learnt, mm. that a musical in which the men only exist to serve the female characters can succeed. Yes. On Broadway. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and same for all female production team. Mm-hmm. Can succeed and make money and be a very good musical. Yeah. And yeah. that little independent feature film might turn into something really awesome. Well, that's the thing. It was made for a budget of 1.5 internationally. It made something like 30 million. That's so amazing. The film itself was very successful you as well. You do your thing, guys. I feel bad I haven't seen it now. Make those stories. Me either. You should watch it. It's not... It's not terrible. The, I would well, say the musical's better. Mainly, I want to watch it now because Nathan Fillion's in it. It's yeah, he's <laughs> he's like the best part of it, though. Oh, <laughs> the musical is better. I think the musical tells a much more a better concise story. story. You feel better too yeah. at the end of the musical than you do at the end of the movie. At the end of the movie, you just kind of feel a bit empty. The movie's a bit gritty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. just a bit. indie features. Not huh? fun, yeah, right? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> what else have we learned? Lessons, yeah. lessons. Um, maybe that singer-songwriters should get more involved in the in the. Well, we writing. have seen a little bit of yeah. move into that with, like, Tim Minchin yeah. and Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like Tim's rocking well, it. Well, Elton John's been in it for forever. forever. <laughs> He's so. been in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we're just seeing the next wave of that now. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode, all our loyal listeners. You guys are the best. You guys better be loyal. Well, <laughs> Julie, let's let's not attack them yet. It's only episode three, Julie. I yet. expect loyalty from all Ooh, Okay, fans. well, good. Um, if you want to show your loyalty with money, <gasps> yeah. 
we do have a Patreon account where mm-hmm. you can go to support us. We have got only got one goal up there now, which is some live shows once we get to 300 patrons. Ooh. But we will keep on adding them as patrons keep on coming. So that's all on you, listeners. If you want to find out our Patreon, you can go to patreon.com forward slash M-T-M-E-I-K. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash musicals teach me you can find us on twitter at musicals teach me and you can go to our home on the web that's, that's not, not canon, canon. productions <laughs> <Yay! laughs> forward slash mtmeik oh i knew that one it's musicals taught me everything i know but just the first letters of all those words so yeah. if you're trying to figure it out or just go to that's not canon productions.com and the links are literally everywhere yeah Literally. Click everywhere where it's got bright, shiny Broadway lights. Also, if you are listening to us on iTunes, we would love you to give us a rating and a review. That really helps the algorithms to get iTunes to push us out there so we get more more people listening. Wouldn't that be great? It would be great. If we had, like, for the third episode, if we had at least, what, three, three people, people listening? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll probably be listening, so that's one. I intend to listen. There we go, two. So we have at least four, because if I listen... Oh, I'm not going to listen. Okay, well, then that's three. <laughs> We've got our three. <laughs> Excellent. So next week we uh, have a special guest with us, which is KB. That's me. That's you. She's going to be here again. What? She's going to be here again. No way. And we'll see you then. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.